we have our vision, and our vision is bringing the power of Christ to everyday life. Praise the Lord, Church. Hallelujah. Bringing the power of Christ to our everyday life requires a lot of things. And one of the things is what I'm going to be talking on this morning, and that is impact. If you want to bring the power of Christ to everyday life, you need to make an impact in people's life. And that is what I'm going to be talking on this morning. Making an impact in people's life. Amen. Amen. Do you know that when you make an impact in somebody's life, that person, through you, he will, re he will, have, he will receive the power of Christ. Amen. Amen. That person will experience the power of Christ. We are the power of God. Our life preach who we are. Hallelujah. Amen. Your attitude, your lifestyle, what you do every day determines whether some people will be saved or not. Amen. Whatever you do outside, your character, your lifestyle, what you do to your neighbor, what you do to your friends, what you do when you leave the church, when nobody is seeing you, when the pastor is not there, when your leader is not there, whatever you are doing determines whether your neighbor, your classmate, your co-worker will be saved or not. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's see what the Bible says about us in the book of Matthew. Let's open to Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16. Matthew 5, 14 to 16. He says, you are the light of the world. Mm. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. I am not the one that says that it's the Bible. He says, we are the light of the world. Our life is our good work. Yeah. Our life is our good character. Yes. Mm. Our life is our faithfulness. Mm. Our life is preaching the word of God. Mm. Our life is what we show to people outside. Mm. And above all, our, our life demonstrates the power of God. Yeah. Our life demonstrates the power of Christ. Amen. Amen. Guide this light with all humility. Because the Bible says a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. That is who we are. Jesus calls us the light of the world. He wants us to shine. But he wants us to shine. He does not want us to give that glory to ourselves. He wants us to be the light, an instrument that will point people to the gospel. That will point people to him. That will point people to the cross. Amen. That is what God wants from us. If you are the light, that light does not mean that wherever you are, you have to be boastful. Or you have to let people see you. Or people know, yes, I have arrived. Or here I am. No, that's not the light. That is not what God wants. God wants that that light that you are, he just wants you to be an instrument to bring people to him. 
That is why he says you are the light of the world. And what does verse 16 say? Verse 16 says, he said, let your light shine so before men that they may see your good work and glorify your Father in heaven. Your light, your light should, should attract people to the gospel. Your, your light, your life should attract people to the gospel. Your life should attract people to the word of God. Your, your life should bring people to Christ, not to destroy them. Yeah. There is an adage in my page which says that we are like a cloth. You know when you wash cloth, you sun it. And everybody that is passing, they see that cloth. That is our character. Our, everybody see that character. They see the cloth. That is how people see you. These days, you, sometimes you don't even need to preach the gospel. You don't need to preach the Bible. Yes. We are like book. People read you. Yeah. People know you. Don't think that anybody don't know you. People, even children, you will be surprised that you say, oh, that is a Adesua. They know you. Your character determines who you are. Yeah. Yeah. They know you from afar. Even your co-workers, even when you are going to preach Christ to them, and they look at you. What they need from you is not really what you are doing. They will not listen. But some people do not even speak to them. They just ask you, are you a pastor? Like pastor was saying the other time that, oh, they ask him if you are a pastor. It's just his life. They see it in him. That that is who he has. That is who he is. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to go, in, you don't have to be in the church and be pretending. Let, be a book, be a book that when people see, they read you. And when they read you, they go back and say, oh, now I have to give my life to Christ just because of you. Yeah. Don't be that person that when people will see you, they will say, this one, I will never give my life to Christ because of him mm. or her. Or I will never worship God because of him or her. Mm. But that is not what God says. Amen? Amen. Like I said before, I said that our life includes good work. And that is the impact we make in people's life. Good work. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now turn with me to Acts 9, 36 to 42. My sermon is going to be very, very short anyway. Acts <laughs> <laughs> chapter 9, verse 36. Okay, can somebody read? In Joppa there was a disciple named Tabitha, which when translated is Dorcas, who was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time she became sick and died, and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Lida was near Joppa, so when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lida, they sent two men to him and urged him, Please come at once. Peter went with them, and when he arrived, he he was taken upstairs to the room. All the window, all the widows stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning towards the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes and seeing Peter, she sat up. 
He took her by hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called the believers and the widows and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, Dorcas, we know the story of Dorcas. Dorcas made an impact on our society. She was always doing good to people. But one day, the Bible says she fell, she fell sick and she died. And people know Dorcas as a very good woman. And when she died, they sent people, two men, to go to, uh, um, to go to Joppa and bring uh, Peter. And they asked him, hurry up. So this man went. And when Peter came, and when, uh, when Peter came, by 39 says, when Peter came, they brought him to the upper room where they left Dorcas. All the widows, what, what really strikes me is that all the widows, all the people that she has been happy, that she has made an impact in their life, they were all sitting down, yes. crying, mourning, they were weeping. Ah, everyone was showing Peter, this is what Dorcas have done. So we say, ah, this sweater, it is Dorcas who made yes. it. This best friend, oh, it is Dorcas who made it. Yes. When I don't have home, place to sleep, Dorcas gave me a place to yes. sleep. When I don't have food, Dorcas gave me food to eat. When I would just have a baby, Dorcas was there cleaning my children, helping me to take care of my baby. They were crying. This is what Dorcas has done. Now tell me, after the death of Dorcas, people will still remember what she has done. Yeah. What are people going to remember you for? Yeah. What are people going to remember me at this war for? And what will people remember you for? Hallelujah. Amen. What impact? Because when we are going to bring the power of Christ down, we need to make an impact in people's life. What impact are you making to the society that you are right now? Even the place that you are working, what impact? In your school, what impact? Even at this one, in my business, what impact am I doing? making to the people's life day. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Don't be offended. Don't be angry. But it's the truth. If you leave Wagner today, what would the neighbor say about you? What would the colleague say about you? What would your friend say about you? What would those in your department, what would they say about you? Have you done something tangible in their life that they would remember you for? Even the place that you left and you come to vacuum again, are the people remembering you for good? Or the people are happy that, oh, that's gone. And the people say, ah, how I wish he was here. How I wish he is here. This thing wouldn't have happened. What are the people, what are they thinking about you? What are they saying about you? The Bible says the poor and the needy will always be in our midst. What impact have you made to the fatherless you know? What impact have you made to the motherless? What impact have you made, have you made to the widows? Those that are depressed. We have a lot of people in this city even where you are coming from, they need your help. 
they need you. What impact have you made in their life? Have you seen an orphan before and say, ah, let me start taking care of this child? Or widow, or a fatherless, or the less privileged, or those who are sick. What impact are you made in their life? Dockers use a needle for the glory of God. Just a needle. She was having, she used a needle to sew sweater, to sew clothes, to do everything for people. Though it was small, but it was acceptable. Don't wait until you have a big gift. Rather, use the small one that you have to minister to somebody. If you are called to clean the toilet, clean it with all your power, with all your might, with love. If you are called to serve, do it with all your mind. Last time, mommy was saying that we need people to, for sanitary to clean the toilet. So we were just, if you, are, if, you are not, if you are not that kind of person who are ready to serve, you will really not do it. Whatever you are called to do, do it with all your mind. Don't look for a big power, for a big position before you start doing something. The Bible told us that doctors use this needle, only needle, to help those who are in need. You, are, you can be like the doctors of today. Amen. God gave everyone different gifts to do wonderful things. Don't, don't, don't operate on somebody else's gift. Operate, operate on the gift that God has given to you. If God has called you for healings, heal people. If God has called you to sweep the floor, sweep the floor. Because whatever you do, there is a reward and there is a blessing for it. Peter was having his own gift. He brought Dorcas alive. And God also gave Dorcas a gift of giving. And Dorcas used that gift to minister to people. And when she died, many people were crying. They were weeping. And when, when Peter came, he knelt down in all the things. They, everybody was bringing their own things. This is what he did for me. This is what he made for me. The Bible says that Peter knelt down and prayed over those things before he could do the miracle that he did. Amen? Amen. So God used doctors who have a gift of giving. So what again, verse 42 says, and it was known throughout all Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. You know? Dorcas was raised. And it, it was because Dorcas was raised from, the, from, from her death, and all the good things that she was also doing, quickly the miracles for her. And because of that, many people came to believe in the Lord. Will your attitude make people to believe in the Lord today? Will you do something that people will say, if I don't give my life to Christ today, I will be dead? Will you do anything like that? Amen? Amen. So let us be like doctors, going out, do good. And when people come to you and say, ah, I have a, I, I'm in need of something, what do you tell them? Do you say to them, God bless you? <laughs> and you leave them to go. 
Or you not say, ah, it is well, and you need them to go. No, that is not what we are supposed to do. These people, they need the practical things. Because if they need people to tell them, God bless you. Everybody, even my own children can tell you, God bless you. But there are times you need to go further than that. You need to go further by making an impact, special one in that person's life. If somebody says, I am not eating, don't say, ah, God bless you, go and fast. No. <laughs> if you have something in your wardrobe or in your cupboard, please feel free to give. Amen. By so doing, yeah. you are bringing the power of Christ to everyday life. Amen. When somebody experiences something good from you, that person also will experience the power of Christ. Oh, yeah. And by the time you say to somebody, God bless you, go away. When the person leaves, no matter what anybody is going to tell him about Christ, and when the person knows that you are a believer, the person will never believe. He will say, that one, it is not possible. So I want us to be like Dockers of today. Yeah. Do good to everyone. Anyone that comes your way at any time, respect that person. Don't send that person away for nothing. It is by the grace of God that you meet somebody and know the purpose that that person has come into your life and minister to that person so that that person will also experience the power of Christ. Amen? Amen. Another thing again is I said giving information can also help to bring the power of Christ to everyday life. Giving useful information to those in need at the right time can also help. Can you turn with me to 2 Kings chapter 5, 5, verse 1 to 3? 2 Kings. Please can somebody just read? That's mine. 2 Kings 5, 1 to 3. Now, now, Naaman was commander of the army of the king of Arab. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded, because through him the Lord had given victory to Arab. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Now, bands from Arab had gone out and had taken captive a young girl from Israel. And she said, serve Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, if only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Hallelujah. Amen. The slave girl who was brought from Israel to Syria, she became a house head in Naaman's house. She was the lowest of the lowest. She was the lowest of the lowest, but she did not wait to be in high position before she could give that information to her mistress. She gave a rightful information to her mistress. She said to her mistress, if only my master could go to Israel. And the, and the mistress told the, the husband, and the husband went to Israel. And by the time he came back, he was he was healed. He, he was healed. You know, she did not wait to have a high position before entering her service. 
It does not matter who you are. Whether you are big or you are small. Whether you are educated or you are not educated. Whether you are qualified or you are not qualified. It doesn't matter who you are. When you are in that position to help somebody, please do it immediately. And do not keep anybody's uh, if you know any information that will take your sister or your brother to a high level, please do not keep it. Release it to them today. By so doing, you are bringing the power of Christ to everyday life. If I need a job, and you know that this job will favor me, and don't keep it to yourself, call me and give it to me. Don't be jealous. Don't be envy. Yes. Don't think that after she has gotten this job, she's going to be a better person. She will definitely be a better person. Oh, yes, yes. Whether you do it or you don't do it, yes. she, will, she will definitely become who God has created him or her to be. Yes. So the information is just a way. If you don't give it, somebody will give it. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And God is not coming down to knock on your neighbor's door to do something for them. It is you God will use. Yeah. God will not just come to, to my neighbor and say, pop, 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 and say, come, I want to bless you, I want to do this. It is not possible. God will speak to you. God will use you to do something in somebody else's life. But the problem is, if you don't act, if you don't do it, that's where the problem is. And if God is telling you, it still impacts in people's life. If God is saying, do this for this person, please do it. Do not hold it. Amen? Amen. When the slave girl told her mistress, when and the, the, the mistress told the husband, he came back clean. But in Luke uh, uh, 4, verse 27, the Bible says that, that many lepers were in Israel in time of Elisha the prophet, and none of them were clean, except Naaman. Syria. Mm. Many lepers they were there. None of them were clean except Nehemiah, the Syria. What am I trying to say? What if, what if the slave girl, the servant, the household, the one who is nothing, what if she have kept her mouth shut? What if she have not said anything? What if she say, I am nothing, I am not qualified, I am not able, I can't say it, my master is too superior, my mistress is too superior, I cannot tell them this. What if she has done that? It would have not been recorded today in the Bible. And Neymar himself would it have been claimed. But that information claimed him. That is why it is very useful to give information. If you meet anybody in life, treat that person with love and respect. That person might be your angel, or you might be that person's angel. What you need to prosper in life might be in the hand of that person. And what that person needs to prosper in life might be in your hand. Don't just throw any relationship. Don't just throw any friendship. Don't just throw it away. Don't just throw it away because God that brought both of you together has something to do with it. 
Hallelujah. My time is up. So whatever position you are today, use it for the glory of God. So I end with Proverbs 3, 27 to 28. So let us read it. He said, do not withhold good from those who deserve it. When it is in your power to act. He said, do not withhold it. When it is in your power to act, please, children of God, do not withhold it. Release it for them. Because that is what the Bible says. By so doing, we are making impact in their life. And verse 28 says, do not say to your neighbor, come back later. I will give it tomorrow when you have it with you. <laughs> when you have it in your hand, please give it. Amen. Do not say to that person, come back tomorrow. What if tomorrow raptures come? What will happen? What if by tomorrow the person oh, yes. falls down or something just happened? The person died or something, what will happen? When you are in the right position to do it at that particular time, please do it. Hallelujah. Don't deprive, do not hold the blessings of others. Do not deprive them of their sources. By so doing, you are letting down the power of God. Our vision is to bring the power of Christ to everyday life. Your impact can make a difference. Your impact can make a difference. It can bring the power of Christ to everyday life. This is the end of my sermon. So can we just try it off? And let us just believe in the Lord. Are you blessed? Are you sure? You are not angry, but it's the truth. So I just want us to, to, to pray for the for the grace of God because these these things that we are saying it is not sometimes it is not what we, we don't want to, to disappoint people, but it can just happen. And sometimes we are also doing it when we don't even know that we are doing it. So let us just begin to pray. It is only the grace of God that can step us. Let us begin to pray for the grace of God, the grace of giving, the grace to make an impact in people's life, so that our life will shine, so that our life will shine, and people will see us because of our way, because of our attitude, they will come and glorify God. Let us just begin to pray for the grace of God to be upon our lives. Rapid to Rebushi, Tariya Masuku, 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 Rapid to Rebushi, Tariya Masuku,